Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Appendix B, Retreat Notes of Mother Teresa, March 29th to April 12th, 1959. Second day, under the patronage of my guardian angel. Aim, to acquire the sentiments which are necessary for a perfect act of contrition. Examination. First, do I realize that sin is a possibility for me and that I must always be on my guard? Mother Teresa writes, yes. Second, which are the dangerous occasions of mortal sin to which I am exposed? Mother Teresa writes, my eyes. Third, I must find out the habits and inclinations which, if left unchecked, will lead me to grievous sin. Mother Teresa writes, I am inclined to be harsh and quick, inclined to look, fear of deceiving, of being deceived. Do I try to overcome semi-deliberate venial sins? Mother Teresa writes, yes. Fourth, my rules are given to me by God to keep me from all dangers. Do I neglect any of them habitually? Mother Teresa writes, no, but sometimes also I have fallen. What remedies should I take to improve matters? Mother Teresa writes, guard my eyes, sweetness. Readings, Book of Psalms, Chapter 11, Imitation of Christ, Book 1, Chapters 21 and 25. Book 3, Chapter 52 Reflection for the Day What have I done for Christ? Mother Teresa writes, I have loved him blindly, totally, only. What am I doing for Christ? Mother Teresa writes, I use every power in me, in spite of my feelings, to make him loved personally, by the sisters and people. What should I do for Christ? Mother writes, I will let him have a free hand with and in me. And from the hymn of St. John Henry Newman, lead kindly light amid the encircling gloom, lead thou me on. The night is dark and I am far from home. Lead thou me on, keep thou my feet. I do not ask to see the distant scene, one step enough for me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, 
pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mother Teresa answers three very famous questions that St. Ignatius wanted his spiritual sons to ask. What have I done for Christ? What am I doing for Christ? What should I do for Christ? In other words, what have I done in the past? What am I doing in the present? What should I do in the future? And the spiritual director of Mother Teresa, the retreat master of this retreat, posed these questions to the sisters. And Mother Teresa's answers are very interesting, aren't they? What have I done for Christ? She says, well, I have loved him blindly, totally only. In terms of what she's doing at the present moment, she says, I use every power in me in spite of my feelings to make him loved personally by the sisters and the people. And why is that interesting? Well, it's interesting because it shows in a very brief moment a snapshot, what drove Mother Teresa, what was the focus of her attention, and it was to help people love Jesus. Using every power in me to make him loved. She starts with Jesus. She's loved him blindly, totally, and only, and she wants him to be loved by the sisters and by others, and she uses every power in her so that he will be loved. She knows that she can't make people love him, but she can use every power she has. He will be loved personally, for he is a person. And what does she add? In spite of my feelings. In other words, Mother Teresa did not make her own feelings, her own likes and dislikes, her own preferences, her own feelings of darkness, to be the sole and major criterion for her acting. It wasn't her feelings that mattered. It was Christ being loved. Now, why is this important for understanding Mother Teresa? Because this meditation and her notes gives us some insight into her spiritual struggles. What do I mean by that? I mean that most of the time, lives of the saints don't really tell us what the major sin of a saint is or the major inclination to sin. They don't tell us about the saint's proclivity to sin. They don't tell us what the saint's main capital sin is what the predominant fault is. They focus on the positive things and not so much in what the saint has overcome. But wouldn't it be very helpful if we actually were told what this or that saint's main struggle was? What was the main spiritual enemy that Mother Teresa faced? Well, she says in this meditation that what could draw her to mortal sin, what, if left unchecked, could lead to something serious, 
is her inclination to be harsh and quick. The inclination to look. She says her eyes are a big trouble for her. Now, she doesn't spell out here what her trouble is. She doesn't spell out exactly what her main inclination to sin was, her main enemy. But we have the building block for the first, first evidence for what it might be. Something to do with the eyes. Possibly that suggests to some people, maybe greed even. Now, wouldn't that be very interesting? If Mother Teresa had an inclination to greed, and what did God do with her? Made her the woman of great poverty. Greed often makes want pe wants people to possess things that are attractive, the eyes. It could mean, maybe, that Mother Teresa was vain, possibly. We don't have enough to go on, but we, we should ask this question. It's perfectly legitimate to ask Mother Teresa, what did you struggle against? What were your feelings that were so difficult? How did you become a saint despite your capital sin? And so we might ask ourselves, what is our own big struggle? Lord, can you reveal to me what is my main inclination if left unchecked that would lead to something grievous? What are the dangerous occasions of mortal sin? Where am I in special danger? For if we want to follow Christ in the future, we have to know where the dangers are. And isn't that what Father Picacci is doing in this meditation for the sisters? Helping them know themselves, so that in the future, they'll take account of those things. They'll be on guard against those things. So that Christ can truly have a free hand with them. This is the goal, to let Christ shape us. To let Christ make us into the saints he wants us to be. But in order to become saints, we have to fight against evil. We have to go into the desert like Christ after his baptism and we have to overcome the devil. We have to overcome our own inclinations to sin. Therefore, we have to know ourselves. But it's not enough to know ourselves. We have to trust in Christ. We have to love him. For the answer to sin is not self-knowledge. The answer to sin is not our own strength. The answer to sin is the person of Christ Jesus. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.